Welcome, welcome. No, please, come in, take a seat. You might be wondering why I have this new pulpit. Ian, are you wondering that? I, I am. I, I also noticed that we got some stained glass windows installed. Yes, the stainedest. I have a revolutionary idea for how to turn this company around. Amen. Go on, brother. Ian, uh, do, you, do you like the voice? I do, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling very motivated. I'm excited to hear it. As you should, because this is our first stand-up sermon. Sermon? I have realized that churches do not have to pay taxes. Can I get an amen? Hey, wait, what? And for that reason, we will now be using these daily stand-ups for me to preach the gospel and pass around this collection plate. Uh, uh, what's the collection plate for, Travis? I mean, we need money. What, where do you think it's going to come from? These, these people here have a vested interest in our architecture firm slash brand new church going well so they can get their promotions and their raises. And if they want that, they're going to have to pay. I feel like that's pretty straightforward. Okay, so uh, then these donations would be tax-deductible for the employees as well, right? Not necessarily, not in the true sense, at least not to my knowledge. I really don't know how it works. Um, but just keep passing the plate, Ian, if, you know, if you're not going to do anything okay. to it. All right. Um, he- here you go. All right, now let me crack open this this good book for the first time here. I'll just flip to a random page. And God said, hey, that's a cool bike you got there. Levidius. 2078. The weird book. Travis Royals and lead designer Ian of the Hills are tanking their adventure architecture firm. One failed project at a time. If you require their services, write them a letter, and they may build you one of their crappy castles. Ian, I'm, I'm just so, I'm so tired of this. Oh, hey, Travis. Um, welcome to the recording studio. Are you tired of recording with me? Welcome. Yes. Welcome to the podcast, etc. No, I'm not tired of recording. Uh, no, I'm uh, no, I'm not. Um, I am tired of people that lack vision. Oh, yeah, that that can be really tough to deal with. I mean, especially, you know, to visionary aficionados like ourselves, you know, that we just can see so far into the future. I mean, some people think that we're sages on that level, but uh, it, it can be tough to deal with other people that just don't see as clearly like we do. And that's exactly what I'm dealing with. I'm doing my best to find this company, a little bit of seed money, a little bit of capital, a little bit of, you know, uh, gas in the tank. And what I'm being confronted with are people who are saying things like, Oh, it'll, it'll never work. And I say, well, it has 
slightly been working for decades, but continue. And they say, oh, you, you're building bad dungeons. And I say, well, I think you're just not looking at it in the right light. And essentially, I just need someone who believes in the dream here. Yeah, I mean, I think that they're really they're they're seeing our quote unquote bad dungeons mm. um, as a problem when really it's just an opportunity for success to overcome, right? I mean, you know, is it a bad dungeon or is it a unique, challenging dungeon experience? Exactly. You know, what do they want? Some sort of like, oh, go here, get the gauntlet, go home. You know, I'm not making dungeons for the this broad base. Uh, you know, tater tot nacho audience. Okay. I'm making cerebral dungeons that really make people think. Yeah. When you want them to go get a gauntlet, you got to make them get five gems first to put into it before they get that gauntlet. Exactly. I'm not just going to hand it to them. Other dungeons, they've got what? Chains on the walls. Guess what? I got chains, uh, maybe a moldy painting. That's going to look at you a little bit. You got Chains, planes, and automobiles on the walls. Baby, don't you know it? I do not know what an automobile is, but I look forward to finding out. You know what? But I don't want to bring the mood down. I'm going to read a letter. Okay. Yeah, we got. I think we have a really good one today, and um, I'm excited for us to get, get into it. Ian, can I be honest with you? Yeah, of course, Travis. I would like nothing more than your honesty. That's why I cast Zone of Truth every time we'd cast an episode. Oh, that's the problem. That's why I continue to say things on this podcast that I wish I hadn't. Well, what I'm going to say is it has to be a good one because, you know, while these people, of course, lack vision, it is their fault. They do write the checks. So if we don't make this one the best one we've ever done, we're up shit creek. Oh, okay. Well, no pressure. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, let's let's make this a really great dungeon experience for all parties involved, and that's really going to uh, be an enjoyable experience for everybody. Okay, here's the letter. Wow, they're not. Hmm, there's no greeting. It just says pie, ice cream, Reese's fucking pieces. I think this is our first cuss out of the gate, so I like the energy. I, I'm getting pumped up just looking at it. Don't know what a Reese's Pieces is. All I care about is that sweet shit. I live for dessert, so give me a sweet adventure. I have played Candyland, and it is a bullshit game for babies. There's a lot of... They've they've written in all capitals here. This is a new type of dialect that I'm not familiar with. Give me a fucking challenge. See, this is the type of thing I've, I've been waiting for. Right. Yeah. It's man, they're v- extremely aggressive. I, you know, I, I, I mean, is this the kind of energy we want to bring? Oh, this is exactly what I need to sh- really rub these investors' noses in it. All okay. right, all right, okay. But I do not like how they're capping it off here. It says PSE and rules. Oh, I love this letter. You're right. We really should put everything into this letter to make this one the best it could possibly be. I mean, for the investors' sake. And see, um, when just a note to you people out there. Look, I love that we're about to get all sweet on your adventure. I think that's a great prompt. But you kind of choose your team, right? When you say Ian rules and you don't say how much I rule or quantify that in any way. Because, of course, now you're on board. But what am, what am I supposed to do? Well, I mean, I think it's just kind of implicit, right? I mean, everyone knows that you're my boss. And so by the transitive property, if I rule, therefore you rule. 
I see. So every compliment you receive is in a way a compliment unto myself. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, the change only is strong as the handsomest link. Amen, brother. All right. So sweet dungeons. We can do this. We can do this all day long. We've got that loan check in the bank as far as I'm concerned. Adron, why don't you go ahead and buy some new equipment? Because this thing is going to be a moneymaker. I can feel it in my bones. My sweet, sweet bones. I think, you know, the way you got to get into this thing, Mm. I think it's got to be like this fabled, you know, land that you can only get to, you know, once in a uh, an ice cream moon or something like that, you know, like a or a moon pie, you know, and like and that is what opens up the portal to get to it. And you have to like make a full size like eclair canoe that you have to hollow out and can and paddle in only when the moon hits your eye like a chocolate marshmallow pie are you adventuring that's a declare canoe <laughs> i think that's uh, yeah i let's go big right i love that you're thinking hollywood you're thinking epic that is working for me and let me just give you a kind of personal anecdote i used to be a sweets guy all right. Oh, okay. Did you? Haven't touched the stuff in a long time. Yeah. I mean, I noticed that I mean, you have, it seems like you're full of a lot of piss and vinegar lately. Piss, vinegar. If I uh, need to drink something sweet and take a break from urine and or vinegar, sure, I'll have a, a splash of juice, right? Mm-hmm. Never yeah. too much because then I start getting things get a little dark. I start wondering, well, maybe just break me off one piece of that Kit Kat bar. Mm-hmm. Break me off 17 pieces of the kick out bar. The reason I had to give it up is because of all the cavities. Mm, okay. You yeah. see you well, see these you see these guys? I mean they're gorgeous. Aren't they're, they? Yeah. I mean I, I they should be. I paid a dentist eight thousand dollars for these new teeth. I mean that I mean honestly, that seems like a steal. I mean, your teeth are something you use every single day, and if you only had to pay eight thousand gold for that, then I I think that that's that was worth it. I think you you invested wisely. That's not to mention the entire facial reconstruction. Basically, what I had Ian was a cavity so large that you could kind of see a little bit of my brain. Okay, and that is from the sweets, or was that from your epic prowess and upon the battlefield? I appreciate that sentiment. It was definitely from the sweets. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I was I was putting down a pound of brittle a day, my guy. It was oh, dark. Big, big brittle head, huh? I was big in the brittle, and it, I was paying for it. Okay. All Not right. only well, up top, but when you're on an all brittle diet, some things happen down below, too, that you wouldn't like to see. Yeah, it seems like that's kind of um, the the candy-coated shrapnel, if I had to guess. And And, and shrapnel it was. But once I got that skull cavity filled and, you know, no longer could I feel a stiff breeze on my brainstem, mm-hmm. I had to give it up for good. Well, you know, I mean, that's uh, I'm, I'm glad you're taking steps towards a, a healthier future. And who knows where we would be today if you hadn't done that? I'm glad you support this journey, because what I'm going to need from you is I'm committed to this making this adventure. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have a name here. The letter writer didn't give us one, but you know, okay, some sort of we can call them Ian rules if you want. I will, but it is not something I'm looking forward to. 
Ian Rules is saying that, yeah, we're going to give you your dessert dungeon, but Ian, I need you to keep me accountable here. I'm making you my temporary sponsor. All right. If you see that I start to become a little triggered. Do I get a raise as your sponsor? Oh, no, you're doing this out of the goodness of your heart. Okay, okay, just just checking. I wasn't sure. Do you feel like you can do this? I mean, you're looking at me. I'm not. I don't know that you're going to be a great temporary sponsor. No, I'm excited. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I really. I, I was sorry. I was looking at you anxiously to see what what all what you were starting to detail what the sponsor is required to do. Oh, sure. And so I was just, you know, waiting to hear what that was before I, you know, did the full like kind of thumbs up. I'm, I'm your your halfling boy. I can walk you through the twelve steps if you want. Uh, maybe just do the odd number ones. Great. Step one, mm-hmm. candy ain't dandy. Okay. Step three. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sugar. Tastes like booger. Tastes like booger. Don't eat it anymore. And then there's some steps after that. Yeah. But if you see me, you know, starting to get a little, getting the shakes, Right. While mm-hmm. we talk about this, just, you know, lock me down. You have permission to tie me to this chair. Yeah. I just, I just can't get high on that particular supply again. Uh, Adrian, could you get the uh, rope ready and on hand? I feel like we're going to need it on this episode. Way ahead of you. Nerds rope. What about, uh, what sort of like combatants do you think that they need in this uh, dessert sweetened dungeon? adventure the moon pie has hung in the sky they have boarded the eclair canoe they have paddled it to give me like a landing zone where where are we oh well yeah i mean i think that's got to be um the rocky road they have paddled it to the beginning of the rocky road i like it it's classic but here's the twist right Mm -hmm. i think everything's a little dark and dingy and mysterious and creepy in our sweet world i don't know what candy land is they mentioned it in the letter. Let me let me just never heard of it. Yeah. Let me look at the into this goo goal real quick. You know me, I haven't traveled very far and wide, so I, I was kind of gonna lean on your expertise for that. Um I have heard pray tale of this candy land. It's obviously a big myth among us junkies, if only we could go. Yeah. I, I heard I mean I, I I mean I've heard it kind of like mentioned like passively where it's like a bunch of like shithead kids hold Left hands and run around. They hold only left hands. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right to me. I'm I'm looking at some images, some some artist renderings of this fabled land, and it does look like total bullshit for babies. But I think that what we can do here is this gives us actually a nice blueprint. Ooh, it also has one of my favorite um, kind of map designs, which is to say swirly. <laughs> To me, an adventure is very blocky on a grid system. I like to get real loopy with it. Okay. So they arrive at the rocky road. Mm-hmm. I think it's foreboding. Absolutely. I mean, that road is so rocky. I mean, if it's a road, why is it so rocky? It should be easy for travel. Uh, that's true. They're going to have to leave yeah. <laughs> any any mounts at the door. Yeah, the proverbial yeah. door. Yeah. Um, if they could fit on the canoe in the first place, they're probably, you know, the, I think they probably need to look for hints on even where to go. They probably have to follow those moose tracks. They will need to follow the moose tracks. Now, 
it's sounding like this first area is very creamy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Co- cold even. Uh, pr- pr- probably. Yeah. I mean, I think probably coming off the coast like that, you know, you get that cool ocean breeze and it's um, probably icebergs are around, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's mm-hmm. uh, a little nippy. Absolutely. I think at all points, the mouth should be salivating and the nipples should be palpitating. Is that, is that what, is that what? That's okay. step five. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask you something, Travis, before we really kind of go. And Please. I know that I am your sponsor and I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm doing the best volunteer sponsorship that I can for you on this. Um, as someone who comes from my um, meager societal standing, um, you know, Accurate. we, we didn't really partake in dessert as part of a, a regular meal course. Um, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, and, and so the, the nipple palpitate, palpitate, mm-hmm. emperor palpitate yes, go on. that yeah. you said, uh, th- that's a regular thing for dessert. In my experience and the experience of all the other Sugarheads anonymous members. I mean, it seems to be consistent enough. Now, granted when I wrote the steps, mm-hmm. I was in the thick of a, Candy blackout. Okay. All right. All right. So the potential for some nipple palping. God, why can't I not say that? <laughs> I am for the record. It is not the correct word. I mean, when I was gone off the, uh, you know, candy slime. Mm-hmm. Maybe we just gloss over that. And, you know, if it happens, it happens. We will, we will, we'll kind of, you know. I, I recommend you, you gloss over your nipples. Otherwise they're going to chafe. Okay. So. I think we get back to it. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Let's get back on the road. It's cold. It's freezing. Yeah. You're right. The, the, the Claire canoe is up against some sort of. We need some monsters that are going to be prepared monster. for this kind of, you know, Arctic thing. And I'm thinking something big and massive, you know, it's mm. um, capable of withstanding this kind of extreme temperature, something maybe of like a ursine form, maybe like a, a gummy bear. Oh my God, a frozen gummy bear? Or a gummy owl bear. Gummy owl bear is perfect. And in this cold condition, I mean, they're, that punch is going to hit, right? Because yeah. if, you had, if you had suggested to me a uh, gummy owl bear in some sort of tropical climate, that thing's melting on the spot. It's, Absolutely, you know, yeah. It's a I completely mean, different animal. One but. gummy owl bear bumps into the other gummy owl bear and they're stuck together and you're never getting them apart. Double. Well, that's something to write down for later. Okay. I think this is great. I think the first thing they're confronted with, I think considering this kind of polar climate, it should be a clear gummy owl bear. Oh, okay. Yeah. The the pineapple flavored. Oh, is that what it is? Sure. I eat them by the fistfuls. I can't never tell which what the individual is. Okay, yeah. You, Ooh, I could go for some. No, no, right Travis. Adron, can we? No, Travis. Adron, belay that. That was that was your first test, and you did pass, my friend. Well, how would you slay a frozen gummy bear? I would imagine it's resistant to piercing. Mm-hmm. I would imagine it's resisting re- <laughs> to bludgeoning. I know these things. Mm-hmm. Slasher. I I would imagine that's this is where the fire comes out. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that fire is going to be your your good friend. Any on this. sort of mm-hmm. acid, any sort of something that will melt. Mm-hmm. Or I mean. Honestly, I think you can 
make a, a constitution check a couple times, take some bites out of it. Now, I think you introduce an interesting thought. Maybe we have, while you're spending time in this land that will soon be named, a cavity meter. Mm-hmm. I've seen this in some of the kind of darker games. They'll have different kind of indicators. And as people um, lose themselves to the adventure, they'll they'll start having visions, et cetera. And I think ours is the, the cavity meter. So the longer they're here, the more times they try to bite these monsters, they're going to have to roll to see how much cavity they take off. Absol- yeah, I think that's going to be really important. And then, you know, you start getting certain things. That's a that's a really great mechanic to add to this that adds this, this extra little kind of um, uh, flavor. It's really what I would call like kind of like the cherry on top of this little like uh, uh, Sunday adventure. Mm, Sunday. Adron. No, uh, Adron. Nope. Nope. Adron, right, can you just on. turn let's off his on. button? it's a good thought and so you and you thought you were ready for it so what's then what's after this i think we should probably get somewhere a little less icy than they've slayed the owl bear with some sort of corrosive fiery something or other turned it into a big puddle of goo Mm -hmm. um i think that probably I mean, this is all dessert, right? So it's not just kind of candy. Um, you know, what's uh, we, we came in through the eclair. I mean, that's really just an any time a day, you know, sweet treat. Truly. You know, breakfast, lunch, dinner. I mean, I think that they have to be climbing up this like a uh, chocolate volcano explosion death mountain. <laughs> that's interesting. You know what? Something that we would have at our meetings before we learned there were we could actually make a uh, a chocolate fountain of sorts mm-hmm. we tried this early on incentivizing sugar freaks to to come with our chocolate fountains mm-hmm. not realizing that that was a bit against the point well and everyone knows th- the only thing that's resistant to a molten chocolate fountain is a strawberry so i think that they're going to have to procure those i mean um, you know, probably for some of these more health conscious people, dessert for them might be just like some fresh fruit. So it probably is going to take a little bit of negotiation in, you know, probably some locals to be able to acquire these. I think that's wonderful. I think in, in this world, there are people who are trying to do good. There are healers of the land, right? The land has succumbed to this processed sugar nightmare but still there are those that remain from the organic land Mm -hmm. so i think yes you have your strawberry folk in their tiny little area that they've been able to carve out under the chocolate fountain yeah and our heroes will have to get inside of them Mm -hmm. where their i mean body is kind of a flesh suit Sure. Well, yeah, I think it's it could be done of one of two ways, right? Depending on how they approach these strawberry folk, you know, they can come in, you know, a little bit hostile and kind of take them hostage and use them depending on what kind mm-hmm. of campaign they're running. Or, you know, maybe there's a kind of negotiation that can be done um, that they can be act as some sweet Sherpas for them. Yeah. Let me inside you. Yeah. Here's a few gold. <laughs> yeah. And then I think they f- they swim like salmon up this beautiful chocolate fountain. 
I mean, that sounds majestic as I'll get out. It's time for a short break. Hey, everyone. I uh, just want to jump in here while Adron is trying to wrestle that Twinkie out of Travis's hands. When you get a second, it would be super amazing and sweet if you could go on to your podcast listening app of choice and give us a five-star rating and review. And uh, if you've already done that, thank you so much. But also tell your friends and family to get them to download and listen to the show if you think they'd be interested. Uh, we'd love to get more listeners and we'd love to hear uh, from you guys. So uh, when you get a sec, just... Uh, do that and also we are running a little bit low on letters so feel free to email us at wellmet at crappycastles.com if you'd like your letter read on the show and maybe answered Uh, we look forward to hearing from you back to the show and i think the issue of course is that winced they get to the top they find the they you they find that they've been twixed and that they that what they were looking for is actually back at the bottom. What <laughs> now? Pardon moi. I was gonna say Chuckle Bunny living there. Chuckle Bunny pop out gonna do some n- n- nastiness to him. But I mean that's that is truly horrific. I mean, well, I, that, I mean Chocolate Candy Bunny Land can hop out, but it's on that. Chocolate Bunny, as we all know, is never the chocolate you're looking for. It's just a shell of a dessert that you really want. Truly not. Every time I would down a whole one of those. I mean, that was some of the darkest times. Yeah. I mean, do you think you were, do you think we're looking for the part of the um, reason we're coming here in the first place is to find those chocolate gold foil coins? That's interesting. Hmm. Chocolate coins is very good. Wax lips. Love a wax lip. Oh, maybe they have to. Maybe maybe dipping their lips in wax keeps them from getting as many cavities. Okay. All right. Yeah. A little <laughs> bit of a sealant. Yeah. <laughs> Just seal it up. Uh-huh. Staples could work. Staples could also work. That is, I mean, we don't want to tell you exactly how you prevent your cavities. This is where you improv. Yeah. This is the, the little jazz you add on our top layer, Sir Ian Rules. <laughs> I assume, sir, I, they, they've given us nothing to go off of here. The, uh, I mean, other than their hostility towards Candyland, I think they get to the top of this mountain and, you know, I think that there's, they're probably attacked by these like kind of like mm. seemingly like very large chocolate rabbits. And it seems like kind of like imposing, but they're like getting like, just like one shot like that and just like shattering all over the place. But the problem is, is that extra chocolate gets melted down into the volcano, which starts to cause it to erupt, which means that they need to GTFO out of there. I think that's great. And I um, know exactly where they're going next. Uh, is it the cheesecake swamp? It will eventually be the cheesecake swamp, uh-huh. but you know, what's in front of that. What's in front of that? Bite town. Bite Town. Tell me about Bite Town. You're going to love this. So I'm looking at Candyland, and if we're saying that this is the baby route, we need a place that's just utterly fucking confusing to get through. That's an absolute nightmare. Okay. Bite Town is a terrible, terrible place, Ian, that has not only 
need you to explore different areas uh, horizontally, mm-hmm. but the verticality in Bite Town will drive you fucking mad. We're talking about timing drops in a very dark area. It, it's going to be awful. And you know why they call it Bite Town, Ian? I'm, I am on one right now. Uh, I'm excited to find out. It's made of all the hard grandma candies. Oh, no. The scariest candies of all. Travis, truly, you are a nefarious uh, a dungeon designer. <laughs> I, I know my candy, my guy. I mean, if, if they wanted a challenge, and I'm getting kind of mad at them now about the Ian Rules thing, so I'm just trying to fuck them over any which way. But, I mean, this is made of caramels. This is made of mints that have been there for eons seemingly uh those weird little like strawberry ones that when you unwrap they're actually kind of bitter and they're not actually sweet Um, that's what that's what lures them here is the strawberry people have been being turned into these these wrapped monstrosities do you think that there's those orange peanuts Circus peanuts? Yeah. I think Bite Town is inhabited exclusively of circus peanut people. Look, let me just tell you, for my money, I assume that also there's it's kind of kind of has a shared citizenship with marshmallow peeps. Really not a fan of those. Um well that's what it is then. The the this bite town is almost theater in the round style built around a single giant peep. Oh, Bert, kill it with fire. Let's get out of here. Even I don't want to do bite town. So figure out how you kill that thing and let's get right into the cheesecake swamp. Yeah. So cheesecake swamp, you know, it's really, I'm worried about the cheesecake you've been eating. Is, Is it, is it not firm enough? Oh, sure it is. But man, when you start running across the Cheesecake Swamp, you know. That's true. You, you churn it you up. You do those heavy steps, you know, you're just going to go right through that stuff. And, you know, and it's also it's going to be kind of a uh, a little bit of a crapshoot of kind of pick, picking your own adventure. You know, do you go, you step on the 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 cheesecake that looks like New York? Do you step on the mm-hmm. one that's got the blueberry coating? You know, is the. I think you're going to have to step on them all. Oh, all of them? Because the Cheesecake Swamp mm-hmm. is a preamble uh-huh. to the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. The most sinister. <laughs> this is where it all began. See, I kind of imagine the Cheesecake Factory as to being like this almost like roaming Baba Yaga hut that is just tromping through the swamp, like slurping up this cheesecake and producing, you know, this like toxic you know that is the most beautiful idea i've ever heard oh a baba yaga. i would marry the cheesecake baba yaga factory <laughs> adron cheesecake baba yaga nope adron nope that still counts as a sweet nope I'll, i'm i'm in love with this theoretical creature can we create one okay they're working on it it sounds like don't worry Ian. it'll be days before i get my hands on her uh, uh, okay all right adron let's let me know when that comes in okay so yes, you're rolling constitution survival checks to not get picked up into the quick cake. Um, by the way, quick aside, and I think this is going to win us a lot of listeners, is cheesecake pie or a cake? Yes. Now that he's distracted, I'll just slip a little cheesecake. Hey, out Travis. Of my hey, Travis. Here. Hey, I yes. was thinking for the next part. Mm. I was thinking... What if it is 
an area of, of precariousness of sugared hard candies that are no. chalky and potentially can crack and shatter at a moment's notice. Oh, that's interesting. Stacked Give me- up. And it's kind of like a very much a, you know, jump from pillar to pillar on that. Adrian, okay, quick, grab the cheesecake away from him. No, that's my cake or pie. I haven't decided yet. God damn it. She got it. Oh, y'all are quick. Y'all are quick. Okay, so they're kind of like, this is the the butter mint area. Yeah, I think your your Smarties, your Sprees, your... Your Necco wafers. Yeah, maybe throw a couple runts in there while you're at it, just for some extra precariousness. Oh my God, yes, the the runts are soaring through the air, trying to knock you off the the chalky cliffs. Yeah, I, I imagine probably really the runts are probably animated, you know, little... Um, fruity sugar goblins coming at you, really. That banana I one, I will tell you, it tastes like banana, but it tastes like no banana I've ever had. <laughs> That's true. It It is strange. It's yeah. almost like some sort of mad scientist created the flavor, and I think that you're on to exactly who yeah. was behind all of this and who resides at the top of the Chalky Cliffs. Can I tell you? Yeah, please do. I think it's... Doctor Diabetes. Oh, okay. All right. Um, the world's that's who only. I, that's not who I thought it was going to be, but. Oh, so you've got a okay. Let's let's hear an alt and audience. We're this is a classic case yeah. when you're in a creative industry like we are. Lots of people have lots of ideas. Mm-hmm. Some people have good ones, and then Ian's going to have his. So let's hear what let's hear what that is. Well, you know, I mean, I think about the person that's probably has the biggest, you know, sweet tooth of them all, uh, mm. Count Baklava. <sighs> so you're going to have to roll a D two to figure out which of these two it is. I'm going to describe my guy, and then Ian's going to describe his, and you it's you know. <laughs> You choose. There's a very e- a quick, small table uh, to roll on. Well, it keeps the dungeon fresh, you know, so it's not always being played the same way twice. Dr. Die, die and then you pause. Abedes. You know what he's after? He's after your teeth and your feet. So this is a dentist. <laughs> this is a dentist who wants to profit off of your sugar intake. So he's why your cavity meter has been going up. And also he will eventually harvest your. So he's actually a, he's basically looks like a normal giant dentist, but with thousands and thousands of feet. Yeah. And obviously big torturous instruments. Go ahead. Who's your guy? Yeah. You know, it's interesting that we both kind of came up with villains that uh seem to want to attack people's blood sugar levels uh because i mm. think count baklava at this point it's really this whole thing has you know he, i think count baklava is the one that set forth this legend of this great treasure in our you know dessert land that is to be named but i think that it's really all been this like trap to get people to come there and they inevitably have to consume these sugary content and the only way count baklava can continue their timeless existence is to consume the sweetened blood of anyone Mm. who comes by and so they're going to be your main antagonist is my thought there i mean that's a great 
option too. Absolutely. So they're, you can. They're also going to be very flaky and nutty. Mm. Okay, that actually does sound delicious. Adron Baklava. Adron, no, no, no. no this is a balaclava. This is this is not gonna. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'll put it on, but good, good save there, Adron. Well, I think the count, of course, can only be killed with a peppermint stick. And, you know, good luck with that. I think you would have to actually find the peppermint people because, again, that's a, a an organic, you know, based in an organic sure, place. Yeah. Ian, before we go into a wrap up, can I tell you just some things that I wish we had figured out a way to get in here? Uh, yeah, go for it. Black licorice. One of my favorites. Oh, OK. Kind of the thinking man's candy. Oh, th- that's that's the one you wanted to go with. Do you have an alt for that? Yeah, I was going to go with red licorice. <laughs> oh, and the debate continues. Well, let b- before we dive into that for the next hour and a half, can I try and wrap up our, our adventure here? Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, let me think. Cavity, cavity, cavity depravity, cavity, hmm. Cavity capers. What do we call this place? Well, it's the deserted island. And now, Ian Rules, I take you to the deserted island. The island, of course, only appears when the moon pie is hung high in the sky. You will take your chocolate canoe and sail westerly until you hit the icebergs of the rocky road. Follow the moose tracks, which apparently were put there by an owl bear, because you are going to have to melt the piss out of a gummy owl bear Ian you look like you want to contribute but I gotta get I, I gotta get to, here I go okay um, and then next up is the chocolate fountain volcano recruit one of the strawberry people there wear their flesh and sail up the fountain like a salmon only to confront the Easter bunny therein I think there was also something about doubling back that you need to listen to that part of the episode. I can't be responsible for everything. And then it's off to Bite Town, made only of the oldest hard candies and inhabited entirely by the circus peanut people. Dispatch them, move through the, move nimbly through the layers. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting a mouth at me. Peep, a big peep. And in the middle is the big peep. Thank you. I almost forgot. Man, we've very animal themed on this one. Except for the Cheesecake Swamp, because you know who lives there? The Cheesecake Factory. And it's on, it's got weird little feet made of fried chicken legs. Kill that too. It's going to be fun to kill a house. I guess that is an animal as well, if you think of the chicken feet. And then it's off to the Chalky Cliffs. You have to hop up the Necco Wafers and take on... And here comes a fork in the road. I think you have to take on Dr. Die. Wait for it. Abedes, who will take your feats and your teeths and add them to his monstrous collection. Or Count Baklava, who will try to suck out their sugary blood. The choice is yours, Ian Rules. Change your name. <laughs> How did I do? I think that sounded great. We killed it. And uh, Ian, I only ate three pieces of candy through this whole thing. You did? How did you do that? You've been talking so much. I put it in my lip right when we started the episode. 
Oh, you've been yeah, doing. Yeah, I read this. You, I read this letter days ago. I've I've okay. kind of been off the wagon for quite some time. So you've been doing that fun dip, huh? Just a little fun dip. Hey, look, I can control it. I'm I'm better now. I'm different. Also, you're a terrible sponsor. Wow. Now those were some bad ideas. If you'd like the boys to take a shot at designing your dungeon free of charge, send a raven to wellmet at crappycastles.com. We prefer letters that give us enough, but not too much. We'll let you decide what that means. If you want more of the adventures ad-libbed on this show, head to patreon.com forward slash crappycastles. Any silver you can spare is much appreciated. Original music, audio editing, and bardic inspiration provided by Adron. Find her at adronmusic.com. Our theme song is Piss Fader by Tobacco. That's P-I-S-S Fader by the one and only Tobacco. As always, Ian was played by Ian, Travis was played by Travis, and you don't get to know who I am. Till next time, keep it crappy.